Okay, so we're starting Daf Nun Dalid. Where did uh, where did he leave off? Do you know? Yeah, he left the Ula. Okay, so we'll just kind of go back there. I was going to start a little bit on Amun Aleph, but basically the we had a machlekes here. Was the Arain Nignaz? Was it hidden? Okay, so we'll start from Pliga uh, de Ula a few lines back. Um, so we had a machlekes the Tanakama before Ula came around. We had a machlekes between. Simply between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yehuda, was the Aron uh, Gola Lebavel, or was it Nignaz? Okay, and then Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the way we quoted originally, the Gemara originally quoted Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was more like Rabbi Lazar that it was Gola Lebavel. So Rabbi Lazar held the Aron was Gola Lebavel. Rabbi Yehuda held it was Nignaz, it was hidden, and um, and uh, according to the first Man Amar in the Gemara, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai held like Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yezer. Um, as quoted in the, the first Tana, okay, that the arm was Gala Lebavel. So now Ula is going to come and say, right, and, and Ula is going to come, Upliga de Ula. Now the Pasuk of Yehuda had, because we're going to we're gonna have to, for the beginning of Amad Aleph, we're going to keep this in mind. So Rabbi Lazar held the arm was Gala Lebavel. Rabbi Yehuda held it was B'mekaymai Nignaz. Okay, it wasn't Gala Lebavel, but rather it stayed in the base of Mikdash. How do we know? Because the Pasuk said, Because the Pasuk said that it's there, Okay, so we see that it got Nignaz in the, it was, it was left in the, in the Devir, in the Chodesh HaKadoshim, there was Nignaz in the base of Mikdash. We'll see a slight variation of that, like we've had in Shkalom, uh, in, in a few minutes. But either way, the, the Ula is coming to argue, Pliga de Ula, and this Tanakama will argue on Ula in regards to Rosh Hashim Shita. Right? So everybody, there's a Rabbi Eliezer who holds, there's Gala Babel, Rabbi Yehuda holds, it was Nignaz ben Mekayma, ben Mekayma Nignaz, and then Rosh Hashim the Tanakama held was like Rabbi Eliezer, that it was Gala Babel, and Ula's going to argue on it. Damar Ula, Shal Rabbi Masya ben Kharash, Rabbi Shim ben Yechai, because Rabbi Masya asked Rosh Hashim Yechai, Bremi, Vichi, me Acher, Shabbi Eliezer, Melandenu, Pam Rishayna, Vishniya. So after Rabbi Eliezer, who held that the Aron was Gala Lebavel a couple of times, right, Parmishana Vishniya, Aron Gala Lebavel, Rishayna Hada Amran, because the Pasuk said, we had one Pasuk that said by Yiviyehu Bavela in Klei Chemdas Beis Hashem. So that was the first Pasuk that showed that the Aron departed was Nigal uh, Lebavel. Shniya Mayhi, where's the second Pasuk to show that the Aron was Gala Lebavel? The Chesiv, as it says, Vayetze Mibas Tzion Kol Hadara. That all its splendor went out of Bastion, right? That, so that would refer to um, that, that something left. Michael Hadara. So we're going to learn a little different. Hadara. Okay, so we see another passage. Hadara means something that's Rosh says, Haganus Bechadre Hadaram. Something that is in, in the inner, uh, inside of the, the inner circle, inside of the Kaish HaKadashim. And so therefore we see again by Yetzay another, a second passage to show that the Aaron actually left. It was it was Nigalola Babel that it left the base of Mikdash. So Atamai, so okay, so he says, okay, good. So Rabbiazer has two psukim to show that it was went to Babel. Atamai Ata Aimer, what do you say? Okay? Again, this is Messiah ben Kharash that Ula is telling over the story, asking Rib Shim Bayochai. And Rib Shim Bayochai says, you know what? So he says, Amr Lur, Shim Bayochai says, Shani, Aimer, Armukai my Nignaz, that it was actually buried in its place. Shana by Yarichu Habadim, like we learned the Pasuk of uh, Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, so we see Ula had a recorded version that Rabbi Shimba Yechai went on the record saying that the the the, the Aaron was not Negel of the bubble, but rather stayed where it was. And so we have two versions of what Rabbi Shimba Yechai Shita is. 
does he hold like Rabbi Eliezer that it was Nigal Abogel, or does he hold like Rabbi Yehuda that it was Amin ben Mekamer? So now Amr le Rabbi le Ula. So Rabbi says to Ula, Mei Mashma. How do you know, right? How, or or how would we know in Roshim by Yechai? How do we know that um, that it was Nignaz ben Mekaymai? Mei Mashma. Dechsev, as the pasuk says, by Yusham Ariyom Azeh. Okay, because it says in that pasuk we quoted before, right? It said in Rabbi Yehuda. Which means until now. So that means that that's, it must be, it didn't go to Bavel. It's there. Because that, you want to tell me every time it says it means until now? It means forever? Okay, that's not going to work. It's the, the Pasuk says, so the Yevusim, then this is talking about when the Kali Yisrael came to take over the, the land. So the Yevusim were there, one of the Sheva Amamim were the Yevusim. They were Yerushim Yishalim, they were living in Yishalim. Lo Harishu B'nei B'nei did not wipe them out. They didn't drive them out, right? Harishu from Lashon, they didn't drive them out of the land like they were supposed to. And therefore, by Yeshua, by Yevusim, es Binyamin. so the Yevusim lived along with Binyamin, B'yerushalayim, Adayim Azeh. Okay, so it's saying that the Yevusim lived with Binyamin, Adayim Azeh. Well, so you want to tell me Binyamin was never Nigala, there was no Golos, but Hatanya. I we learned in a bright of Yehuda, Yehuda. So you want to tell me that there's always been a, a, a continuity of Yeshve Binyamin, because it says Yevusi lived with Binyamin, So it sounds like Binyamin is, is there in perpetuity until today. So you want to tell me there was never uh, there was never Golos for Bnei Binyamin? That the land was desolate, nobody went there. Shanemar, the Pasuk says, Alheharim Nehi, Okay, so this is the Haftarah we lay on Tishabav. Right, so the point is that they went, they wandered off, they went away. Now, Behema, Bigamatria, Chamishim Bishtayim. So I'm not sure why, why the Tana picked specifically the word Behema to Bavarn, but uh, Behema is a Gematria 52, and therefore that Pasuk is saying that uh, the land was empty, it was desolate, okay, for those 52 years. So we see Betanya, and what is Rabbi Yaisi? Rabbi Yaisi, Amr Sheva Shanam Niskaima Gafras Vamelach Yisrael. For seven years there was Gafras Vamelach, sulfur and salt rained down on Eretz Yisrael. Remember Rabbi Yechen, my time with Rabbi Yaisi, why did Rabbi Yaisi say that? Ask your bris, why seven years of, of Gafar Samelach? Ask your bris, bris. Okay, we're going to learn. bris, bris. hacha, it says, v'hagivir bris l'rabim, shavua echad, that we forged a, a, a bris l'rabim. Okay, this is in Daniel. Okay, that is a bris in regards to um, Gafar Samelach. Ksiv hasa v'amral asher azvu, bris Hashem al-kei avaysam, in Nitzavim, right? Gafar Samelach, sreifa kol ha'etza, loisizar v'lesatzmiach. Okay, so we see the bris that we learned that was foretold by uh, Daniel in regards to the Gullus is uh, uh, hekish, is makish to the bris that it says in Parshish Tzavim, which means you're going to have Gafar Samelach. But either way, this whole thing sums up to basically say that the land was desolate, empty, okay, for a period of time, and it was uninhabitable. And therefore, it must be that the Yivusim, uh, that the Binyamin were driven out. And if they were driven out, the Pasuk said that the Yivusi live with Binyamin, Adayim we see that Adayim can't mean in perpetuity till now. So how do you know from the Pasuk that said Adayim that the Aaron was permanently and in perpetuity stored in the Hegel? That's the Kasha on Ula. 
Okay. Now the Pesach Mepharshim explains really could have been a kasha on Rabbi Yehuda, but it's not our. We're not going to ask a kasha on a brisa, you know, on, on a tana on a brisa when we have an amira that we can kind of say, oh well, you're the one that's that's being tailor of Shimon Mechayshita on this. So okay. So Amar Lei. So Ula respond. Ah, okay. There's a difference. You're right. Adayom Azad doesn't mean doesn't mean in perpetuity forever. But here it said, When it says, then it means in perpetuity. By the gullus of Bidam, and it doesn't say Sham. Okay, so now you're going to tell me Sham is Loyalam? How could you tell me Sham? It means it's there in perpetuity forever. Okay, from some of the Bnei Shimon, they went to Harseir, Nashim Chamesh Meis, Okay, there were 500 men, Palatio, Palteha, right? It's, uh, it's, uh, um, like the Sheva Sapleta, the, 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 right, the, the survivors. Benareha, Rafiah, Uziel, okay, and then you had a bunch of people, Uziel, Ben Yishi, Berosham, Bayakwe, Sheva Sapleta, Lamolek. Okay, what did they do? These people went, the Mene Shemen, they went and they wiped, they cleaned off, they finished off the Sheva Sapleta of Amalek. Bayeshu Sham, Adeyomazet. And so, again, we're seeing here, right, B'nai Shimon went, okay, wherever this area was, they went and they killed Amalek that were there, and they stayed Sham there, Ariyamazeh. So now you just said Sham Ariyamazeh is, is perpetuity. I, v'kvar Allah Sancheir Melech Asher, or Biblical Aratzeis. I, this was, then Sancheir came afterwards, and he messed everything up, right? Sancheir's uh, modus operandi was, we see this by Yosef in the Torah as well, that when he conquered a land, so he would automatically move them out of their city. Because he didn't want anybody to think, you know, normally, the normal conventional, you go, you conquer a city, okay, and then everybody that lived there, now it worships you. He made everybody move. So this way, to, to sever the roots. So, um, so he was Alo Bilbil after, after this point. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, V'asir gvulis amim, sehem shivasti. Okay, that I, uh, um, I, I removed the... the the settlements of and, and and I and I plundered their treasures. Okay, but either way, we see that um, after at which point you said Sham Adayimazeh, which was meant to me in perpetuity forever. It's Melech Babel came, and uh, and and therefore they couldn't be there forever. So Tiyufta. So we freg. Okay, we, we ask on on Ula and we blive Shver. Okay, how does he know that Sham Adayimazeh means that it's in the um, that the, the Oren was nignaz in the Kodesh HaKadoshim in perpetuity forever. Amar Rav Nachman. Okay, so Rav Nachman's going to have a, a little bit, so he's going with the Svara that the Oren was nignaz in the Beis HaMikdash. However, it wasn't in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, rather it was in the Dira Eitzim. Tana B'chacham, Oren Belishkas, Dira Eitzim Hayo. So the Dira Eitzim was the uh, storage house for the wood. It was one of the Lishkas off of the Ezra's Nashim. And um, they would deworm there. Okay. Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak Achar Metanina Ma'isa. We have a story. Ma'isa B'Kain Echad Shehayu Mis Asik. Okay. Kain was was there. Whatever he was uh, he was doing repairs. She puts him. The raw Ritz Pam Mishanam Echavayat and he saw a floor that was different than his friend. Right. So he saw one of the floorboards looked off. Uvavaydias Chaveira. He came to go tell his friend. He went to go report it in an anomaly in the uh, construction. The Lehispik Ligmaris Hadavar. That he wasn't able to give over the full report. Okay, and um, that uh, he has sold a part of Yadav that was the Kayach of the Oran that was here, my Hava Ovid. 
Okay, what was he doing there? Amar Rav Chalba, right? He was busy with his hatchet, again, doing some sort of repairs. So that's one version of the story, a very similar version of the story we're going to have right here, that it wasn't one guy that was just there doing repairs, but rather it was two kaihanim who were bali mumen. Tanu de bishma, shnei kaihanim bali mumen, hayu maslin eitzim. So again, maslin ba eitzim. So there were two kaihanim who were bali mumen, so they couldn't actually do avayda. So they would uh, go to the dira eitzim and they would make sure you, you can't bring wood on the mizbeach that had worms in it, so they would deworm the wood. That was their job. So I guess you needed a, a hatchet um, to... Cut, cut apart the rotted, you know, cut off the rotted parts of the wood to get rid of their worms, and it slipped from his hand, and the, the, the hatchet or whatever, hammer or saw, whatever, what, the hatchet that he was using slipped, and it fell, so it fell into that area where the urn was, and when the, uh, the hatchet hit the floor, it went up in smoke. So they knew, okay, they knew that the urn was there. Again, different, different um, version, but also hidden, going along the line that it was hidden in the Beis HaMikdash, just not in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, it was moved to the Dera Eitzim. Rav Yehuda Rami. So we're going to have a steer on the Pesukim. It says, Ksiv. So we had the Pasuk. Um, we quoted this Pasuk before. This was the Pasuk that was a riot to Rav Yehuda, that it says, Vayero'u Roshe Abadim in HaKadosh, Apanei HaDivir, Velo Yero'u Okay? That the Roshe Abadim, that the, right, the poles coming, extending off of the Arayim, were, were seen, but they weren't seen. So what does that mean? So it means that they were seen. They shouldn't be seen outside. So which one is it? So the Gemara says, They're seen and not seen. We'll, we'll explain. So we're going to learn two things out of this Pasuk. Number one, you might think that they were immovable, the Badim themselves. The Pasuk says that they, they were extended. So that means that you were able to extend them towards the outside by pushing them through the hole, so they must have been movable. So you might think that if you move them and they were extended and they were and not seen, they were seen and not seen, but the point is they were extended out towards the Pareches, so you might think that it would rip the Pareches, the Yitzin, and go out, right? and the, you would, they would actually see the Badim in the Heichel. says, So how are we putting this all together? What does it mean? They were seen, they were not seen, they were pushed out, they, they were movable, they were pushed out, but they didn't rip it. So what's going on? That they would push against the pareches, and they would appear from the outside, from the heichel. If you were in the heichel, it would look, they would protrude out, still covered by the pareches, but it would protrude out like the chest of a woman. As the Pasuk says, Okay, so we see that it, it, was, it, was, it appeared as if it was Shaddaim of an Isha, and that is where the Aran is. So we're saying, right, Dedi Li, Bein Shaddai Yolan, that the Aran, the Shechina Kaviachol, lives Bein Shaddai Isha. Isn't there a wall then? It's talking about the first piece of Mikdash. Is that a wall? Uh, no, it's a Parechas, we discuss this. And the Gemara's going to discuss this in a second. It's a Parechas, even, um, even if there was a wall, there was a Parechas in the opening. And we're going to get there in a second. So we're going to have Ketina. So when Yisrael went up to be Oil Regal, they would open up, right? They would roll up the Pareches. They would show Klai Yisrael the Kruvim that were hugging each other. They were embracing. And they would say to Klai Yisrael, 
okay, that the Chiba that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has, we are like a Kodesh Baruch Hu's bride. The Kodesh Baruch the Chiba that a Kodesh Baruch Hu has is like a Zachar, can I get a Nekeva? Uh, so, Frech the Gemara, I don't understand, how could you show them in to, uh, how could you show them, how could you show them into the Kruvim? How could they see it? Masiv, Rav Chis to the Pasuk says, V'lo yavou lirez kemala asa kodesh v'meisu. Right, so what's, what's that talking about? That's talking about in, um, in, uh, um, that's last week's parasha. That, uh, or for Bamidbar, right? So it's been saying that when they went to travel, so the different shades, uh, sh- there was Gershon Kasamurari, so the people that were in charge, the Kahanim had to go ahead and put the, um, the Kalim into, Nartuk, into a, uh, a sack to make sure that, that the other Levium coming to carry it wouldn't actually be able to look at it. So we see you're not allowed to look at the kapars. You're not allowed to look at the aron. So how could we go ahead and roll up the aron, uh, roll up the parechas to make it visible for the people who are the regal? What this iser is that that the, the kahanim that you're not allowed to the, the kahanim who are carrying the levim who are carrying were not able to see only the kahanim could see the kalim the levim who are carrying were not able to see it. Uh, they, they, and therefore, they, we made sure there was a special lab in the Torah to make sure that you put it below your row, below, so that they don't come, they put it into, this, into the sack and that the Levium shouldn't be able to see it as it's going in, into the Nartuk. It's a, the sack that covered the Kalim. So Amr Nachman. So Nachman says like this very interesting answer. Mashal Lakawa, Kolzman Shibivay Sabiyah, Tsunu Omibala. He says, you're right. When it was in the Mishkan, when was that Isra of Leyavoy, Lirez, Kavalasa, Kadish Mesu? That was in the Mishkan. The Aaron wasn't in its final resting place. So therefore, it's like a kawa, kolzman shi mivesa viyat bala. As long as she's living at home, right, and the husband comes over, right, so then she's going to be more tsunua. Kivan shabasa chamia, but once the marriage is solidified, she goes to her father-in-law's house, she's now at the husband, so then, Einat Tznuomibala, she's no longer Tznuomibala. So when the Aaron was not in its, in its proper home, then we, there was this ish, the iser of Aliyavo, Lirez, Kamalasa, However, once it was moved to the, to the base of Mikdash, there's no longer this iser. And therefore, we were allowed to roll up the Pereches, and the Menesra were allowed to see the Aaron. Masav Rav Chana Barav Ketina. So he says, What are you talking about? So we just said the story in the Dira Eitzim, and, uh, right? and we see what the punishment was for. For coming into uh, you know for, for being visible right we said that he he was misasik and he, and he just mishmasay according to the first ver- version of the story so we see it's not true just because the Aaron went to base mikdash doesn't it, 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 it don't, doesn't lose its it doesn't lose its power to kill those who see it or so Amrlay ah so he says okay nisgarsha ka amrit oh no that's after the divorce right so before the marriage is sanua. During the marriage, you're allowed to see it. And then after Kabiyachol B'nei Yisrael's is, is a destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, okay, uh, and, and then back in the second Beis HaMikdash, which was after Gerishen already, so then, Nizgarsha Chazur L'chibasa Rishayna. Okay, it returns to its Chibasa Rishayna, and therefore we can no longer see it. Okay, so there was a period of time in the first Beis HaMikdash when the Aron was in its proper pl- place, when we consider Nesua, and therefore uh, we were able to see the Aron. Now, so in that case, did the coin actually see the Aron, or he saw like a tile? I, I think he, he must have seen the Aron. Otherwise, wine is nuts just because for seeing a tile, Yatsa and Shmasa doesn't really make sense. He peeked in. I have a hard time visualizing supernatural events. So. 
December, he died because he was telling someone else where it was. He was going to. He was planning, he was planning on telling somebody. He was, that's yeah. what he thought. He didn't see it necessarily. Well, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like somewhere right here that he, he saw something. So. Again, super, supernatural events is hard for me to. Really? Okay. Sorry. I, I, I never had such a good imagination as a kid. So. <laughs> um, okay. Maya Skinon. Okay, so now, again, this is uh, what Sandra was asking. Maya Skinon. E name Big Tishrishon. Which basic English are we talking about? You just said, right, and the Pasuk, uh, you just said, uh, <clears throat> you just said that the, that the, um, they would roll up the, um, roll up the Parechas to see the Arai. Okay? E name of Mikdash Rishon, me have a Parechas. There's no Parechas there. Ela b'mikdashini. Okay, I mikdashini me have a Kruvim. So there were no Kruvim. So which Mikdash is it? Now, the Mepharshim asked that this whole, this whole line of questioning doesn't really make any sense because, because we just said, and it was certainly in the first base of Mikdash, by Yiru Rashi Abadim, near the time of Yiru Rashi Abadim, we said that, what does it mean? Yachol Yomer Koran Beparaiches. And that's clearly in the first base of Mikdash. So what's the Havamina to think that there wasn't a Parechas there? There had to have been a Parechas. Where it was and how you work it out, but there had to be a Parechas there because we just said that the whole way to explain the Pasuk in Malachim Aleph, which is certainly at the time, time of the first base of Nikdash. So they come to ask that, um, that it seems to be, the Siach Yitzhak comes to explain here that, um, that the Kasha is, um, it, it, there, was a, a lish, there was a Lashon in the Gemara of saying, they, what they would lift up for the people, the Eilei Regalim, were Pereichais, that there were two, multiple. And that's why the Gemara is asking, no, oh, two Pereichas? Two Pereichsen? That's Mikdasheni, where there was the two Pereichsen. It's going to that, Mandamar. But we're not talking about the, it's, it's from the fact, and the Gemara's Kasha is, isn't Mikdashrish and Mikdasheni. Was there a Pereichas? No, were there two Pereichsen in the, in the base of Mikdashrish? And of course there had to be one, otherwise the Pasuk doesn't make sense in Malachim at all. Okay? So anyways, um, right, so, but either way, if we understand the Kasha, the Mikdash Shani, however you learn it, one Parechus, there, there were Parechus, and Mikdash Rishan, there weren't two Parechus, if you want to learn it that way. Okay, so what's going on? Which base Mikdash is it? So the Gemara says, Lo'elam and Mikdash Rishan. Really, we're talking about the first base of Mikdash. Umay Parechus, Parechus Debavi. We're talking about the Parechus of the entrances, okay? And, like Rav Zera is going to answer now, Dama Rav Zera, Amarav, Shleishasha Parechus, Hayub Mikdash. Now, this uh, this is uh, uh, um, this is in uh, is this, is this okay. This, but this is this Bryce or, or or this memory of Zera is certainly talking about Bayashani. But what we see from here is We see that there were thirteen Perechsin, Shiva Keneged Shiva Sha'arim. That's what we're learning from. That there was one in what we see here, the one by each gateway. Now, even in the base of Mikdashani, there were walls there. So we see that even when there were doorways, that the doorways always had a parechas. And that's what we're learning from here. Because this is Mikdashani. So how are you telling me? We said, and what we're learning from this price, it must be, I think, that we're learning from the fact that we're, we're describing doorways and saying, yes, in Mikdashani, doorways had parechas, but we see the concept that when it comes to the base of Mikdash, doorways have parechas. And that's what Rebzeir is telling us. Okay, so what does he see here? He says, Right, there's two in the Devir. So again, we see here that where are the two Perechsim in the Devir? That's Mikdash Shani. But that's not where we're bringing the Raya from. We're bringing the Raya that we're talking about Mikdash Rishain. And the answer is that uh, all doorways had 
Parechsim. And according to the way we explained, because the kasha wouldn't make sense to explain Malachim Aleph, what does this mean? What we're saying is, the kasha was, why were there two Parechsim? Because you had a Parechis, or why were there more than one Parechis? Right? The kasha isn't, why was, it, why was there more than one Parechis? And the answer is, is you had the, uh, the Parechis on the Pesach of the Ulam and the Hechel as well. So in order for Klai Yisrael to see, they had to lift up the Parechsim all the way in. And that's why it was multi- That's why they had to lift up multiple parechsim, not because it was mikdashedi. Really, it was mikdashrishain, and they lifted up all the parechsim because every doorway had a parechsim, and that's the way you tie this gemara together. Rav Bar Yaakov Amar. So he says la'olam mikdasheni. So he says no. This is the second base of mikdash, not the first base of mikdash. Okay, I. If so, how do you have kruvim? So he says kruvim the tsurasa havokaimi that there were kruvim. And Rashi brings two, he brings two pshatim, he's looking at the last line of Rashi, Mitsuyarim Bekaisal, they either drawn on the wall, Mine Samamanim, so it was ink, right? So they had an artist do, uh, you know, they had an artist rendering of the, uh, on the wall. 3D printing. Or, Aichakum Bekiris Ha'etz, the ancient version of 3D printing, Aichakum Bekiris Ha'etz, or it was etched into a wall of wood, right? That they were able, they carved out. So either it was drawn on or carved out. Okay, so it was, uh, right, so uh, attached to the you had uh, some sort of wall of wood and that had uh, etched out um, the, the kruvim on it. And that's the kruvim that we're saying, and really we're talking about the second base of Mikdash, they lifted up the two Parechsim because there was no Amatraksim, there was no wall, and they lifted up the kruvim and they were able to see this design, okay? And it would change, like a- that was the idea. It rotates to get towards each other. So, so yeah, what we're gonna see that might have only been by the by the first base of Mikdash. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But we're gonna see here at the end. We're also gonna say that when it came to destroy it. Now, there's an interesting Tesis here. Tesis just discusses. It goes, and if you want to know why we're gonna have such a short Ahmed base, Tesis is a, a famous Tesis that discusses that they used to have. Are you allowed to have uh, pictures or designs uh, in the Machzarim? Uh, they used to have pictures of chayos and and oifos, right? So and then it goes into the whole sugi of Zara. What are you allowed to have pictures, painting dolls, pictures, paintings, dolls, right? All I mean, this is all all that stuff. Um, where where was Klaisol standing? So they could see the in in the answer to Israel. But didn't you have you had things in between? No, they were able to see in. I understand, but isn't the mizbeach hazov in the middle of the where were in the middle of the hikhal? Yeah, but the question is, even if it's the middle, it doesn't mean that they couldn't see through. You've got to go through the measurements. Maybe and there's like three sheets of measurements, but somehow, it, 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 they were able to see. Now, it might have, according to one measurement, like we saw, it might have been like one little tiny corner, but they were able to see in. They brought their binoculars. Okay. I am this. Right, or something like that. Again, that's only in one sheet, so you have to... Okay. Racha bar Yaakov, so we said... Okay, Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, that's called Kirais Habayis Mesav Kelo. All of the walls had some sort of design. Kruvim, Vitimurais, Upeturei Tzitim. So it's listing the different types of designs. So we see the Kruvim was one of the designs that, that were on the walls, and that's how we know. Vitimurais, Upeturei Tzitim. There were palm trees and uh, blossoming flowers. Vitzipazav, and the covering, coverings of gold. Meshar Alamechika were overlaid on the, um, the etchings. And it says, 
it looked like the joining of a man and his accompaniment. Mike Meyer Shalavayas, Amaravavar, Shila, Ki'ish, Hamaura, Belavaya, Shalai. Right, so they had a picture of an embracing Kruvim, and that's what B'nai Yisrael were able to see. Now again, this Pasuk is, is listening to Mikdash Rishon, so I guess you could say it was in the Mikdash Rishon as well, even when the Aron was there. Amar Rish Lakish, B'Shah Sheneknesu Nachram Lehechel, when the Gayim came into the Hechel, Ro'o Kruvim Mu'urim Zebazeh, they saw the Kruvim that were embracing each other, Haitzion Lashuk, right, they peeled it off the wall, Again, we said it was an art. It was either a drawing or some sort of etching. So they took it off the wall. They brought it out. That they make themselves out to be so holy. They're connected. Yasku with halalu. Okay, we have this. This. This is what's inside. This is what they guarded in the inner. The inner sanctum is a man and a woman embracing. So miyad he right? They uh, they they scorn them. Shenemar, the pasuk says, "Kol mechadel hizilua kirau ervasa." The pasuk in Eicha says that the mechadel, referring to what is what we consider right, what has for us kedusha, they scorned. Fine. Um, so, anyways, we said in the ara in the base hamikdash, right? We said mishnita mishnita aran even heisar shami most neviim harishayim. So there was a stone. Okay. Now the way pashut understanding of the stone is. This stone was there, right? What did the Pasuk say? It was there from the earliest times. Before the Beis HaMikdash Rishayim, the stone must have been there. And the only way, to, to, I think, to make this make sense is that the Aron was put on the stone and the, it, the stone was larger than the Aron itself and it went over the Ben Abadim because we said they would put it on the, on the Evan Shasia so it must have been that that stone was larger. It was there from before, and it was larger, and that was the base. It served as the base for the Aaron. So now, what are we saying? We're saying that we, uh, the way we say that stone was considered shesia. Now, what does shesia mean? That's the founding stone. Okay, so the Mishnah is alluding to the fact that Tanavar Mishnah is saying that this was the stone in which the world was founded on. This was the uh, Right, this is the ground, the, the 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 foundational stone for the entire creation, Bria Saolam. The dome of the rock, no? Huh? It's the same dome of the rock, where the yeah, I mean, the, there is a big rock there. Yes, Tana, Mishumimena Hushas Saolam, Tana. The Ottomans, everybody messed with the stuff. Who says everything's where it's supposed to be? And I don't know, a lot of conquering went on. Big stone. Hard, yeah. Okay, Tana Shemimena Hushsa Hushas Saolam. And that's where the world was founded, Tanan. So we see that our Mishnah is that, that where did the world get created from? From Tziyayin. That it came from the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Tanya. Rebelezer says, that no, the world was founded. So that, this is going to be like the Chachamim. We're going to see a bunch of Shittas now. And we're going to bring a bunch of Mandamim that argue. Where, so where, where did the world start from? So Rebelezer was from the middle. Shanemar, it says, that the creation of the world was done by pouring uh, offer dirt into the bedrock and then that caused maybe like, a, like a cement mixture okay? and caused the clumps to stick together and that's how the world that was the constitution of the foundation of the world then, no it didn't come from like one place and then spread out but it came from the sides as the Pasuk says the Pasuk says so that, that Akash Baruch the Mamarim that he used to create the world was snow. He took, said to the snow, you should be land. 
So it's a Lashen, these are four Lashenists of rains. Rain, I guess, causes things to grow. And what we're saying is, we're, right, he said, or it's saying that the land should be, and then what does it say afterwards? It started raining. That's four Lashenists. So we're saying that rain came and caused things to grow from the foreign quarters of the earth. That's the best way I can understand this. Rabbi Yitzchak Amar, Evan Yerah Kadosh Baruch Hu Biyam, that Kadosh Baruch Hu threw an Evan into the ocean. And that's where the world was founded off of. Shnemar, it says, Amma, Doniya Hidbau, right, that we see that bases, that a base of, of, of stone was sunken. Aimi Yerah Evan Pinasa, okay, did he, did he throw in Evan Pinasa, the cornerstone? Okay, so that's all different shitas. You know, did it come from, from, from the ocean? Did it come from the, you know, from the middle? Did it come from the sides? Where was the world created? What is it say? From Tzion was the beginning of Yafi was of the beauty. Okay, or Muchlal Yafi of Shalalam. So that's where it's from Tzion came the Yafi of Shalalam was the creation of the world, and that's the Tana of our Bryce. Tanya of Elazar, Gadol Eimer. He has one more Shita here, where it was the world created from. Ela told us, Shemayim, Ba'aretz, Bihi Baram. Bihiyim, Asas, Hashem, Elohim, Eretz, Shemayim. So what we're saying is, Toldos, Shemayim, Mishamayim. Because it said, Toldos, Hashemayim, Ba'aretz. So he's saying, How was the world created? That the Shemayim was created from the Shemayim. Nivro told us Aretz may Aretz Nivro was created from Earth. How did it get there? Not sure. But the point is that it comes from. Uh, well, Rashi says told us Hashemayim is may Aretz v'kachavim. Okay, but we see that um, that it started with a little and then expanded from there. But it's a different sheet. like the Cham said in our Mishnah, Elu ve'Elu Mitzion Nivro. They were both created from Siam Shemayim. As the says, Mizmar la'Asaf Kel Lo Hashem. That we see that Kaddish Baruch Hu, from the Pasuk, we're saying that Kaddish Baruch Hu brought forth from Tzion, the Yofi, the creation, the Briya Sa'ilam, the beauty of the world. So mostly in Agata to review today. Okay, so we started off by just explaining the second sheet of Ula, who learned of Shemim Yechai to say that the Aaron was Nignaz Mukaimai, because and we ultimately, ultimately said, because the Pasuk says, Vayusham Adayam Azeh, and, um, right, we said, and it can't be from the Gauls from Yushalayim, because there, it said that they were there, Adayam Azeh, and Sham, Sham is stronger, and Adayam Azeh, we know that there was Gauls, so that, that can't, can't be, so it was with the Sham, and then we asked the Kiyotah, on, we have a pasuk that said uh, from different Yamim, it said Sham, and yet they were Nigla, right? They were anyways exiled. So we see Sham what would not have meant eternal forever, and we believe Shver on Ula's understanding of Shem Bayechai. Okay, Arun Nachman, Arun Nachman they had slightly different versions of Arun Nignazu. Either it was um, <clears throat> in the Lishka Stira Eitzim, okay, and it was found, again, two, di- either way, it was in Lishka Stira Eitzim, and it was two different, that's where it was Nignaz, not in Makayma, in the base, not in the Kesha Kedoshim, but in Lishka Stira Eitzim. We had two different stories, the Kayim Sasabekar Dumai, who died, and the two Kayim of Maslian, and their, their hatchet got uh, burnt up. 
Okay, and we tried. We tried. We wanted to explain the pasuk of Yiru, Right, we had the steer of the pesukim. But they were seen, but not seen. Okay, they did. They were extended, but they didn't rip the curtain. So how did that all work? He said it was. They protruded 